0: and finding new ones along the way. Welcome to the Habit Thrive Podcast, a podcast helping women in their me-now years create habits and routines to live fit, fearless, and fabulous. In today's episode, we explore the profound connection between mindfulness and gratitude, how a mindfulness routine strengthens our Gratitude. We delve into how practicing mindfulness can enhance our ability to experience and express gratitude in our daily lives. So let's begin. I'm actually going to use scenarios today to describe very personally how mindfulness and gratitude blend and bloom together. This came to me on a long drive on the Monday of the long weekend just coming out of Thanksgiving, a usual 7 hour drive that ended up being 10 hours long due to the long weekend traffic and it gave me plenty of time to think about both mindfulness and gratitude and lots of other things as well. But before I dive into these scenarios, I wanted to let you know that we are focusing on gratitude for the whole month of October. So, if you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode, when you listen to them all together, I find that they do build on each other and provide even more inspiration and motivation to experiment with these practices. The scenario that I'm going to use to demonstrate how mindfulness and gratitude blend together or how they habit stack and I should say the scenarios because I'm going to describe for them so one of them again my drive and I will come back to that in a moment the other scenario that comes up as a natural training ground really for mindfulness and gratitude is when we're in pain number three is when we are letting go into sleep. I like to say letting go to sleep, not when we are trying to get to sleep. So I've changed my language around that. And fourth, in our relationships. Okay, so we're going to come back how mindfulness and gratitude, how they work together to I'm going to say make more joyous relationships. So the other thing actually is that I'm also bringing in three techniques, and that is mindful breathing, body scan, and loving-kindness meditation. In last week's episode, I actually talked about the fact that there are so many practices that sometimes it can be overwhelming. It can be, what do I choose? Where should I spend my time and energy? And what I hope by the end of not just this episode, But by the end of October is that we really see, in particular, how these practices, they just come together, they support each other, and we don't actually think of them as separate. And that's a really cool place to get to. We just drop down into them, we are going into these practices, and we don't even notice Until in that moment we go, oh, that was really cool. (laughs) So let's start with my drive. So on Monday, again, just this past Monday, driving for this period of time, I was mindful and I was also grateful. And because I was thinking about this podcast episode, of course, it goes through my mind when when I'm thinking about an upcoming episode, which again is a huge benefit for any of you who are thinking about starting a podcast and you've got some passions and you want to think about them more and do them more, let me just say, start a podcast. (laughs) That's a little aside. But during the driving, it is an excellent and amazing opportunity to do some of these practices. It could be right from your driveway though. You could be getting into your car, going off to do your errands, and you sit for a moment, bum on the seat, hands on the wheel, eyes on the road. So when we practice that, and I call that a mindfulness practice, when we are doing just short little jaunts around town, When we get on the road for these bigger driving experiences, and I have to say living in Northern Ontario, we have a lot of long drives. So there's lots of opportunity to do this. And so when I get into the vehicle, I actually start very often with a loving kindness meditation. And that loving-kindness meditation makes me mindful. It also brings up gratitude, and it sets the tone for the long drive. And so in a loving-kindness meditation, and there are all kinds of different, uh, let's say, um, translations of loving-kindness meditation, this is the one that I use. And it could be very often, again, at the beginning of a drive, But it also happens throughout the drive. And so, may I feel protected and safe. May I feel content and at peace. May my physical body support me with strength. May my drive unfold smoothly with ease. Now usually when I'm doing a loving-kindness meditation, I will say, May my life unfold smoothly with ease. But I do take some liberty with that part of the meditation, and I really encourage you to do that as well. When you are remembering or trying to remember something, I find putting it in words and phrases and keeping in the spirit of the meditation, but in words and phrases that work for you and that you remember, you will use them more often. And so again, a meta meditation, it is a loving kindness meditation. So for myself, I'm heading out onto this drive, heading out for this drive with this intention. And certainly when we're in situations where there, and this was Monday, and here's my gratitude coming up. So again, you start to notice where, where does this all come up? My gratitude for this drive that Yes, there was some rain and there was rain for a good part of it, but it was not snow. And heading off and checking the weather and being grateful because it was snowing the day before. So there was no snow. It looked like a pretty good drive. There was going to be some rain. So as part of my practice, as I start off, I have some gratitude for the beautiful, I always say Tai Chi, the chai tea (laughs) that I am going to be enjoying along the way that yes it's only rain and gratitude for the vehicle that I have and that's not a given again especially when we are driving in rain and snow this time of year I feel like I am blessed and very grateful to have a good vehicle to be able to go long distances so this just starts to arise and I've never been a really nervous driver, but there have been scenarios where I have been a little bit more nervous. And realizing that over the years, as I've put this practice into place, and it doesn't have to be just for driving, right? It could be getting on a plane. It could be you're thinking ahead to... A trip and the anxiousness that you're feeling is about the everything that has to happen and in the transition and so you pause for a moment. You again may do a loving kindness meditation. You might just do mindful breathing with which is just noticing. Grateful for your opportunity to go on this trip. Grateful for the fact that you are in a safe vehicle or train or bus and we have the means to be able to go on this trip. And so in that moment of mindfulness tuning into your body and coming back to all of the blessings all of the gratitude drops our blood pressure drops our respiration and we settle in so that's the feeling that I like to have on my drives now on Monday again as I start off I can start off with that and we're pretty good for a long period of time as i'm driving south but it does change as we start to head into the busier traffic and i'm going to jump right to getting to toronto which is about five hours later and this particular day it was six or maybe seven hours later because of the long weekend traffic but again You are in this drive along the way. I have the opportunity to look at, um, and even with the rain, not as beautiful as it was last weekend, but even with the rain and then the times that the rain stopped and the sun actually came out and then you could see the leaves. It literally was overwhelming, like it's like, oh, we're out of the rain. And then we would drive into it again. But it was like I had that little moment of being refreshed. And so the question that sometimes comes up, actually, around the driving, again, we're getting closer to Toronto, which is heavier traffic. But before I even get to that, is that sometimes we have the question in our mind of, should we be listening to a podcast? Should we be listening to a book, a uh, audible? And does this keep us focused? And I've actually just been experimenting with that a little bit. I have to say, and I'm still looking for a better term, as we age, I have less capacity to be able to listen to books, listen to the radio, listen to a podcast even, I have to say that, when I'm in traffic. So as I am getting closer to heavier traffic, starting to come closer to Toronto, everything goes off. And that's my practice. So that's my focus and my mindfulness. I come back to hands on the wheel, bum on the seat, eyes on the road. And let's just say that the younger (laughs) group, I will get a comment like, what happened to the music? What happened to this? Like, why are you turning that off? i'd have to admit it i need to focus you can't listen to music and focus at the same no honey i can't or i choose not to i need to be focused i need to be mindful of the traffic slowing down quickly of things changing quickly there's just lots more going on so you just kind of let that eye roll go because this is our practice and as i say i'm driving so it changes in that sometimes as I say it was sometimes seven hours sometimes ten and you've got those opportunities to notice when are you very much in the moment when are you like focused you see a moose sign and you're going okay now I'm like again eyes on the road eyes to the side of the road looking for moose so you have these different scenarios of mindfulness and focus and clarity and gratitude that just keep popping up but you may not be aware because i'll tell you i was not aware of this and i do this stuff right i'm a yoga <laughs> meditation teacher but because i am uber focused on this right now that drive was a totally different scenario And so as I came closer again into Toronto and music is off and everything is off so that I'm totally focused, then you have the scenario of sending out to the people around you, okay, that are getting stressed, that the horns are going, that we're waiting, a loving kindness meditation. May they feel protected and safe. May they feel content and at peace. May their physical body support them with strength and may their drive unfold smoothly with ease. That energy, of course, you know, I believe that that goes out and that goes to them and it also calms me down because it's not just about my driving. Everybody else needs to be mindful as well, right? They may not have to be grateful, but they do need to be mindful. So it's a huge training ground for mindfulness and gratitude doesn't have to be a long ride but as you start to notice this right and yes it can apply to to walking and to and to skiing and to all of that but it is different with driving it's a different brain scenario and so even that time that you are, again, driving through a particular... This happens to us driving in the north again. And often it dry, it happens actually when we are driving back north from being south. It's like, did I go... I don't remember going through this particular town. We have a town called Tomogamy heading north. Did I go through Tomogamy? Because we're thinking about something else or listening to a podcast. Or we know that our brain will kick in if it needs to. But I'm still a little bit on the edge about that, particularly in this 50 and beyond (laughs) range. So I'm paying particular attention. Is it distracted driving? It's a good question. I'm not going down that rabbit hole right now. But just to be mindful. To be mindful as you're driving. Notice how gratitude comes in. Notice how gratitude calms you down and it actually makes you breathe a little bit more and when you get to the place That you're going I'm gonna venture to say that you're a little more relaxed and a little less stressed than you would have been So how those two go together Now as I go into number two which is mindfulness and gratitude when we are in pain There's actually a relationship between that and driving because this has come up for me just lately. When I used to m- make a long drive, I was driving work-wise a lot, let's say. My body was not in the shape that it is now. I was in my 30s, so again, I'm, I'm gonna say heading towards my 60s, so just turn 58 again. And my driving body is better now. I can sit and breathe and relax and find much more comfort driving than I could when I was 30. I would have numb bum. I would have a sore neck. I would be jamming water bottles down my spine to go between my um, collarbones to support my upper back. This was when I was in my 30s. I've had this aha moment and actually it was again on this drive because even during COVID, we didn't drive as much, of course. So there's been more driving and I'm like, I'm not in pain. Wow. Like I don't have that neck pain. I don't have that hip pain. I don't have the pain that I used to have when I would drive. That's really cool. And I am so grateful for that. But very often, again, when we are in pain, that is mindfulness. Mindfulness is being in the present moment, noticing your thoughts, your emotions, your sensations, the environment around you. So I'm going to say when we notice our pain, let's say we are being mindful. We're in tune. The interesting thing to notice, though, is that we can notice the sensation of pain and we can go to our thoughts around pain and our thoughts around pain can go to, what is this going to mean? Right? What is this going to mean in terms of me getting to my destination if I'm driving? I'm, going to be, I'm not going to be able to do anything once I get on my vacation because I'm going to be in so much pain from this driving. Or you are simply walking around and in pain thinking, what is this going to mean for my hip in the future, my knee in the future, the things that I want to do, the places I want to travel, and then, yes. Our thoughts can make our pain worse. That is a proven fact in terms of increasing cortisol, the stress hormone in our body, or chemical in our body, and then increasing our perception of pain. It's not in our head. It is, true. It is in our head, but it's truly there. It's our thoughts creating a feeling of more pain. doesn't mean that there's not inflammation and there's not an issue in the joints or in your, in your back or my neck but our thoughts can change our perception of pain. Now, how gratitude comes into play with this mindfulness is noticing where you're not in pain. I used to be in pain in my, also let's say in that left knee. Now it's just in my shoulder. Or I used to not be able to sleep all night because of this pain. Now I can sleep. The other part of that is in mindfulness is noticing when you do what's called a body scan now this can be when you're driving this can be when you're sitting this can be when you're letting go into sleep you do a body scan and you remember i used to have back pain i used to feel pain in my neck that ankle used to bug me that's not there anymore i am so grateful for that yes i'm feeling pain in this particular area but because pain left the other parts of my body at some point again my example of driving and I can now drive without pain it tells your brain that you can be in less pain that the pain has been with you before and it's gone so with gratitude so mindfulness wow I'm not in pain in those in that particular area that's better gratitude for that fact and you might even just feel gratitude because you are not feeling pain you might be in a pain-free situation right now and I know that is like oh like crazy to even think about for people who have chronic pain but isn't it worth exploring again combining mindfulness and gratitude they can lessen our pain even when we are focusing on our pain. And that actually brings me to number three in terms of mindfulness and gratitude and when and how it comes together and that is when we're letting go into sleep. That is the time that after the distractions are done, the conversations are done, all the things that we are doing during the day are gone and we lay down in bed and we go, oh my gosh, my shoulder. And it's like, I didn't feel that until I got into bed because the distractions are gone. And that mindfulness of, oh, I, I can't focus on this. I need to distract myself with something, with the television, with an audio. And again, that's not it's not right or wrong. It's just exploring and being aware and saying, right now I don't have the capacity to be with this pain. But in that awareness, in that mindfulness of why you're in that pain right now, it's not a new pain. Yes, it could be, you know, the way we are sitting on or laying on our pillow or our bed. I'm not discounting that. But realizing that in that moment of that mindfulness, as you're realizing and feeling this pain, it's not unusual. That's why it's going on. But what can I be grateful for? What can you be grateful for in that moment, outside of the pain, of this time to rest, of this pillow, of this house, of these blankets, of the wonderful day, all the beautiful things that happened today and all of the things that are going to happen tomorrow, even in pain, even as I get up, I might be in pain, but I did everything today lots of things to be grateful for and I'll do it again tomorrow and then your body goes ah, so mindful breathing mindfulness little bit of a body scan here and there just to check in with just not what is the where you're in pain and where the the tough parts are because those will be chatting more but where are the soft parts where are the released parts Where are the parts that used to be in pain, or used to cause you pain, but they don't anymore? And that's when we go, ah, mindfulness, gratitude. And why is this so important now, in our 50 and beyond years? I just honestly think we have more capacity for this now. And sometimes it's actually not that for something coming back to pain, that we are in more pain now. But our body is ready to deal with it and our mind is ready to deal with it. And for sure there is, I don't like the word, you know, deterioration and other things coming up from our sporting years and all of that. That's all part of it. And again, grateful for those opportunities and for that competition and for that life that has brought us to right now. But we can play a little bit more, perhaps, with mindfulness and gratitude, and just notice how it plays out. So on that note, your habit practice for this week is simply noticing. Where do you feel mindfulness and gratitude? Where do you feel them blend? Where do you feel them support each other? And when you're feeling grateful for something, can you come back and sit with that and become more mindful in that gratitude? And as you become more mindful, you are more aware, your senses are heightened of your environment, your blessings, your emotions, your thoughts, everything. And when you notice this, when it arises together and you just in a moment go, okay, I get this. Just breathe smile, and savor it. (sighs) So have a fantastic, fantastic week, everyone. And we're going to continue with our gratitude focus next week and again for the rest of October. Bye for now. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for women wanting to rock their Me Now years, or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.